What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And this is Bitches Bitches and and Murders. Murders. Did we do it? I think we did it. Fuck yeah! God, first time's the charm. Literally the first time we've ever done this at the same time. But I'm fine with it. Oh, it finally happened. (laughs) It finally happened. Okay, so this episode is going to be a little bit different than what we usually do. Um, It's going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more lighthearted, because we have been hardcore fucking your guys' day up recently, and the next episode that I have uh, is kind of a clusterfuck as well. So this is a nice little palate cleanser. I had the opportunity to work with one of the ghost tours in St. Augustine, Um, so that's what we're going to talk about is haunted St. Augustine. Um, So I got to do an interview with one of the tour guides, which I will post later. So you guys are actually going to get extra content this week. And then, yeah, we're just going to get into it. So first off, I want to say a big, 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 big thank you um, to Ghost Tours of St. Augustine. Um, Like I said, they let me do an interview with one of their tour guides as well as gave me a like, let me join one of the tours for free, um, which was super insane like the whole time i was just like i'm here as press i'm press i'm press i'm press <laughs> so yeah i wanted yeah. to say thank you to kathy um who was the one that did the interview with me uh, she was super amazing and she was full of really great info um if i remember correctly she said she had been with the company since 2006 oh wow yeah so she was amazing to talk to we had so much fun um and like i said i also got to do one of their ghost tours but we're going to talk about that a little bit later um so first i kind of just want to plug them and kind of talk about the different tours that they offer so the first one that they have is a historic walking tour of saint augustine um so this takes you on a night stroll of um all of saint augustine while talking about the darker sides of the history as well as the town's well-known many ghosts um this tour is 25 dollars a person um and then i didn't do this one but it sounds like so much fun they do a haunted pub crawl in paranormal investigation So it's a walking tour of the town's most haunted taverns and the tour guide will give you equipment and teach you like how to use it as well as give you the history and the traditions of all the pubs that you're going to. Um, This one is also $25 a person and that ticket price includes your first drink. So you want to get drunk with some ghosties. That one sounds like a really solid option. (laughs) I think that sounds like a a night at my house. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. The the way that Kathy described it, described it to me, and I think it's so adorable, was if you want some spirits with your spirits. And I was like, that was really cute. I love that. Right. Um, and then the last one, which is the one that I did, is a paranormal investigation and tour of the Castillo de San Marcos. Haha. <laughs> Uh, so this is a walking paranormal investigation of the fort grounds, the old city gates, and the Huguenot Cemetery, which I'll talk about all of those things in a, in a little bit. Um, on this tour, they give you EMF readers, spirit boxes, dowsing rods, and other like ghost hunting equipment. Um, and they like they'll teach you how to use it, um, and then you just go on this walking tour. Oops, excuse me, sorry. Um, this tour is thirty five dollars a person, and they only run it on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So that was the one that we did. Um, 
And again, thank you so much to Ghost Tours of St. Augustine for letting me join you on that tour. Um, so it started in one of the alleys of Old Town and our tour guide kind of introduced herself, um, gave us a rundown of like all of the paranormal equipment and then walked us through like how to use it and then kind of just let us like go and do our own thing for a second because like St. Augustine in and of itself is one of the most haunted places in America and then there's all of these little monuments that are also some of the most haunted places in America. <laughs> yeah, so the whole right. the whole town is just ghosts. Like Kathy was telling me that so there's this street called Charlotte Street and a while back when they repaved it, they pulled up all of the old, old pavement, found like 24 bodies. Um and then, like, oh, oh, realized okay. that they were kind of, like, buried under Catholic burial rites. Um, so they decided it was more disrespectful to move them as opposed to leaving them. So the father from the local Catholic church, like, came and, like, did the funeral rites all over again and, like, blessed all of the bodies. And then they just paved back over them. <laughs> Okay, I, I get not wanting to move them. Like, I understand that part of it. Like, respect. You know, don't want to move them from where they're buried. Whatever. Uh, but paving over them again? Yeah. That so, doesn't necessarily feel like the answer. Um, so if you're ever in St. Augustine and you're walking down Charlotte Street, know that you're walking over 24 bodies. Like, real casually. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, uh, nah, <laughs> let's just leave that there. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, they give you all your equipment and then they kind of like let you go in the alley of Old Town that you all meet in just to kind of like get familiar with it, test it. Um, and this was like our first little like, who? Cause they, she gave me, she gave me the dowsing rods. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's like two little copper sticks with a spool around the handle. And there's literally no way to manipulate this on your own. Like I tried. I tried moving them on my own and I couldn't. Like you cannot manipulate these by yourself. And <laughs> so we we're like in the alley and I was like, oh, does anybody want to talk to us? And the little dowsing rods just crossed so they cross for yes and they pull apart for no. And they just crossed for yes. And I was like, oh, we haven't even gotten to the fort yet. And we're already, wow, okay. <laughs> um, so that was fun. And then she like gathers the tour again. And then you walk over to the Castillo de San Marcos, which is the old fort. And I'll give a little bit more history on that in a second. I'm going to kind of give history of some of the some of the more haunted places in St. Augustine. Um, so we went there and I don't know what happened. Um, we got separated from our tour group. <laughs> oh no. Cause we, so we got to the fort and I like sat on one of the old walls. Cause I was like, okay, you know, like sitting on part of the fort feels like the best way to kind of communicate with some ghosties. Um, so I sat there and Drew sat with me and I just started asking questions with the dowsing rods and they were like going strong and like our questions kept getting answered. And then I ended up like opening the spirit box. Um, I found out the ghost that I was talking to. His name was McGill. He's a 27 year old Spanish soldier who died of the yellow fever. Um, 
And then all of a sudden we realized that an hour had gone past and we had no idea where our tour group was. So I don't know what was said about the fort by the tour guide. <laughs> um, we got I'm sure lots of wonderful facts. <laughs> mildly distracted. Um, so we had to like go find them. And we actually used the dowsing rods to find our group. Like I kept asking, I was like, oh, is this still Miguel? And he was like, yep. And I was like, okay, are you coming with us? And he was like, yep. And I was like, okay, can you use these to like point to where our tour group is? And he was like, I got you. And he like pointed with the dowsing rods to where our group was. And we like finally caught up with them. And they were like, oh, you guys have been gone for like a while. And I was like, yeah, a funny story about that. And I like told them everything that happened. And they were like, oh, interesting. Okay. I was like, yeah, that was fun. Um, So then after the fort, she takes you over to like the old city gates um and that's literally just like a pair of it's just a gate that goes into like old town in saint augustine um and there's a whole like local story about a girl that kind of inhabits the gates she's like a little younger child um everybody calls her elizabeth but nobody actually knows what her name is um because uh, I think the story goes is that she was just kind of like left at the gates. <laughs> like her body. Sorry. Like her. She died. They left her body at the gate. Mm. And that's that's kind of that. Um, so you go there for a little bit. And then you go over to the Huguenot Cemetery. Um, and then spend some time over there. So the whole thing is like a two hour, two and a half hour process. Um, so it's not like. You're getting stiffed or anything. Um, and then, yeah, you go over to, like, the Huguenot Cemetery and then talk to some ghosties over there. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. They give you, like, kind of the history of everything while you're going. And it's not, like, a cheesy ghost tour. Like, they're not doing, like, jump scares or, like, over-embellishing history or anything like that. Because, quite frankly, the history of St. Augustine is already, like torrid on its own right like kind of already got a lot of fuckery it does not need any embellishment but there's some companies that'll kind of embellish the history a little bit which is neither here nor there um so yeah that's kind of the the synopsis of the tour um i don't want to give too much detail because obviously i want you guys to go and do it and experience it for yourself um see if maybe miguel will talk to you he had a great time talking to me he hung out with me for the entire tour like he literally and we kept, like, checking with the dousing rods to, like, see if it was him. But we, like, found him at the fort, talked to him, like, learned about his life, found out that he had a daughter and his daughter played piano and they loved to sing together. And um, his, like, family was over in Spain and he never got to say goodbye to them before he died. And he didn't agree with why they went to war and he didn't want to be there in the first place. Like, it was a whole thing. Whole thing. Yeah, because you said it was, like, an hour, right? Yeah. Like, that was, was like, like, a while. Yeah. And then... It, I guess he like followed us over to the cemetery and just like kept chit chatting with me like while we were at the cemetery. Um, and that was when we found out about Dolores. So Dolores is apparently this like older woman that inhabits the cemetery. And he kept like warning us about her. Like kept calling like because like, we had the spirit box open too. And he kept saying like bad grandma, evil grandma, like grandma scratches and i was like okay we get it dolores not friendly she's not a nice granny <laughs> not nice <laughs> so yeah i mean like literally the whole entire time and like 
This, this is how making me want some dowsing rods. I've always Dude, wanted to use them, but I that whole thing made me want to want dowsing rods. I was literally looking at them on Amazon before we started recording. <laughs> it's about and to be me after this. So this this ghost tour is how one of the absolute best stories I've ever had came about. And it has absolutely nothing to do with ghosts. So at the end of the tour, they give you a little like little little baby jar of like sea salt to like sprinkle oh, at no. like your car door or something like that so that you don't like bring some ghosties home with you for those of you who don't know how to say goodbye to a ghost and tell them to not come home with you. The salt's like an added protection. So I didn't use it and I just threw it in my car. Um, and for anybody who doesn't like know me, um, I have the brain of a crow or like a raven or a goblin uh, where I just see things and I pick them up and then they end up in my car. Um, and this very much applies when I'm at work. Uh, <laughs> so my car has like syringes and needles and Lord knows what else. Um, and Drew had taken my car to go pay our rent and he was going a touch over the speed limit and got pulled over and everything was fine until the cop saw like $1,400 in cash in the passenger seat and then a little jar of crystals. And he was like, um, what's going on there? And Joe was like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> and then he like asked to search the car, which he did. And obviously he found all of the needles and syringes and crap that's in my car. Um, so Drew spent two hours on the side of I-95 um, getting my car searched from like top to bottom and they brought out a field kit and drug tested everything in my car. <laughs> oh, oh, it'll never not be funny. Also, that was so well timed. <laughs> Fucking iron. So, okay, so this happens, right? And I am uh, about to watch the Stranger Things finale at my, oh my friend's God. house, like, when it came out. But we were catching up on, like, the old episode, that, or, like, the end of part one, right before part two or whatever. Mm -hmm. So see, I see Sierra call me, and I was like, huh. Usually Sierra calls me, like, when she's driving home from work or something, which is in the morning. It's not, like, right now. So I was like, I'm going to answer this. Like, it might be important. <laughs> <laughs> she called just to tell me this story. And when I tell you I was physically crying, just sobbing on the front porch of my friend's house. And I like go back in because I'm like trying to laugh, but like as silently as possible. And like, I go in there like, what the fuck was happening out there? <laughs> so I think I should have just laughed louder because I think I sounded even more psychotic trying to laugh like very quietly. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's going on out there? Oh, man. So, yeah. Um, just a heads up for anybody who goes on the tour. You're going to get a little jar of salt, and it's going to look real weird if you get pulled over. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe just uh, just be a little <laughs> wary of that one. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was – that's kind of the tour. Uh, so now we're going to get into some of the haunted places of St. Augustine. Um, so I obviously had just talked about the Castillo de San Marcos. So 
on its own, this is actually a very impressive fort. Um, it's one of the oldest masonry forts in the United States. It's over 300 years old. Um, oh, holy shit. Yeah. So the fort is built completely out of coquina, uh, which is a type of rock that we have down here. It like It's kind of a compacted sediment of like broken shells, basically. Um, it's really the best way I can find to describe coquina. Um, that's a pretty fair description yeah so that's what this entire fort is made out of um and they very quickly found out that this that building a fort out of coquina makes it impenetrable um the fort was first attacked in 1702 by the british and they tried firing like cannons at the fort but because it's such a unique structure, the cannonballs either just ricocheted right off of the fort or were literally just absorbed by the stone. How fucking depressing would that be? <laughs> I mean, it's great for the people in the fort, obviously. Right. <laughs> Positive for the people in the fort. But like, if you're like, bitch, I got some fucking cannons. I'm about to fuck your day up. We're about to siege this goddamn fort. And then it just like either just bounces them back at you or right. they just like get sucked in like it's fucking jello. <laughs> It'd be so salty. And it's it's so cool if you go to the fort and like actually kind of like look at the walls on the outside. You can literally see the holes where these cannonballs were. And they like it literally just does not break the fort at all. Like does not blow it apart. Anything. It just absorbs it. And I thought that is so fucking cool. Um, And one of the other like little fun facts um, is that. In the fort's 300-plus year history, it has never been taken by force. Ever. That's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. So, like, the surrounding area has seen its fair share of battle, and, like, a a lot of people have died on the outside of the fort. Um, But it has never been taken by force. It has always been surrendered over to whichever body was going to occupy it next. And one of my favorite stories that I found while I was doing all of my research was at one point, I believe it was occupied by the Spanish and there was like, oh, there was a war and Britain ended up taking control of the fort. And there's one Spanish guard in this fort and the British come and they're like, hey, you know, it's our turn. And he's literally like, no, I don't believe you. Show me the receipts. <laughs> I'm not and really they literally provide documentation that the fort is now British territory. And he's like, All right, you got the receipts. Have a good day. And that was how like that was how it transferred from Spanish to British power. And I think that is the best fucking thing I've ever heard. You know, I mean like <laughs> shit. Like I would probably do the same fucking thing. I'd be like, mm, that sounds kind of fake. And then they're like, no, see, here's all this stuff. Oh, I'd be like, like oh, here's... okay. Oh, <laughs> That's above my pay grade. Uh, so as much fun as that is, um, the fort is actually haunted by many a spirit, including Spanish and British soldiers that died on the battlegrounds outside the fort or died as part of the yellow fever outbreak that happened in St. Augustine. Um it is also said to be inhabited by members of the Seminole and Apache tribes because uh, the fort was said to be used as a military prison during the Revolutionary and Civil War. So, it got dark real quick. 
took a sharp left turn here. Hard, hard left. And there's, oh my gosh. And there's a Romeo and Juliet story about the fort Just that please. cannot be backed up by history in any way, shape, or form. There is no documentation of this. It makes no goddamn sense. But like, there are some tour companies that I will not mention because I do not want to slander. But some of them will tell this Romeo and Juliet story about how the commander's daughter fell in love with a soldier from an opposing side and caught them and sealed them into a room in the fort where they died together or they sealed themselves into the room so they could die together. Whatever variation of the story. It makes no goddamn sense. And there's also literally no documentation to back it up. But it kind of cute though. (laughs) (laughs) They, so they did find a like completely sealed off room. Um, and it had animal bones in it. So like it was probably just a trash room. <laughs> Honestly. Right. Like we, uh, like, we got the just... pigs and stuff for, you know, dinner. And then we tossed the extra bones here that we didn't eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's that. Um, moving along, we have our next haunted spot, uh, which is the, oh, God, everything's Spanish. Um the Casa de la Paz? Paz? Paz. Is it P A Z? Yeah. Paz, I believe. Okay. Um, so this is a well frequented bed and breakfast. And one of the most popular stories out of the Casa uh, <laughs> is Miss Mabel. So Miss Mabel uh, lost her husband. She barricaded herself in one of the rooms in mourning and she could be heard just wailing from that room for weeks and months on end and then on the anniversary of their marriage the room went silent and the workers were like well that's not right like we've been able to hear mabel for like months now so they break into the room and they find miss mabel and she's clearly been dead for weeks Fuck, I was wait. I knew there was going to be a twist. I was just <laughs> waiting for it. I hate that. So people say that when you go, you can still see her roaming the halls. You can hear her wailing. And if you, in that, if you rent that room, your stuff will be moved around and she'll even push your suitcase out of the room and you can hear her ask, when are you leaving? Hate that. Hate <laughs> I got that. like goosebumps talking about that. Side note. Uh, so the whole time we've been doing this, um, and I have no reason for this. It just felt appropriate with like the spooky <laughs> shit. Yeah. I had the spirit box open next to me. Why? I don't know. Like I said, it just felt appropriate. You said spirit <laughs> box and I was like, you know, I haven't used that shit in a while. Maybe I should. Um, so it's just sitting here next to me and it's been, it has been silent the last 20 minutes. Not a single word has come through. And then you started talking about that and all it said was, dining room ah! and I was like no I don't want to know what's in the dining room actually, oh thank you I, I don't I don't actually so oh hardest of hard passes I think I will uh stay right here in the bedroom actually <laughs> um so our next haunted destination is the old jail and I have been to the old jail before. I haven't done any of the like ghost tours that go through there. 
but I've just been there. And like, let me tell you, the energy in this place is fucking heavy. I feel like, like I you, remember you telling me about that yeah, when you went. Yeah. Like you walk in there and it like you just feel like heavy. Like it's it's bad. Um, so the old jail was built in 1891 um, and it was just a cesspool of torture and disease and death. <laughs> um, when it was active, the turnover rates for beds were astronomical, um, especially considering that people were not being released on good behavior or finishing their sentences. Mm, hate that. Yeah. Giving um, me power of London vibes. Yeah. So when you go, they kind of talk about some of the things that were done. Um, they show you the cages that are outside that people would just get put into. Um, which is a horrific thought, like being in a cage outside in Florida. Yeah, and like being exposed miserable. to the fucking elements and your guys' like elephant-sized mosquitoes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> just sounds terrible. And like, I remember when we went to, like, it was hysterical because it was like blue skies, you know, really nice. Um, and then we like are standing in line to get into, like, to get into the next like tour group to go through um and like we look and there's just some like gray clouds we're like huh weird um and we like stop by that spot outside and it gets a little bit grayer and then we stop at the um the noose and like the oh god what's that called the gallows thank you the gallows so we're like there we're talking about the gallows and they're telling this story about like this guy that was hung there and the sky just goes black and the wind starts just whipping around and then we like get inside and it just starts torrential downpouring rain and I'm like huh this oh. is not ominous at all <laughs> uh yeah this is not creepy this is not creepy <laughs> this is fine um so, yeah, most prisoners died from either execution, illness, or other causes. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and this building is said to be one of the most haunted places in the United States, hosting a large amount of vengeful spirits. Mm, so, I mean, I guess I totally understand why they'd be angry. I also would be angry. Uh, yeah. Do I want to go there at night? Yes. Does this mean I have absolutely no sense of self-preservation? Yes. yes. <laughs> i literally said that okay so me and um me and my best friend uh kristen last night we're talking about um the hat man mm-hmm. i don't know if you know the hat man yeah or if you've ever seen the hat man uh but she sent me a tiktok about the hat man talking about it was like a stitch so the first half of the stitch like the original tiktok was this girl like talking about him in like a scary type of way uh, and then the stitch was like this older lady coming on being like, dude, that's just the hat man. He's just an observer. Like every culture has him. Like he's never going to hurt you. Like he's chill. And like, and, and my friend Kristen was saying the same. And like all the comments were like, yup, I've seen him totally chill, not scary at all. My friend Kristen was like, I've seen him not scary at all. And I was like, I have also seen him. But I don't have the same experience. Like, literally her just sending me that and me watching it and, like, hearing that. Like, all of the goosebumps on my arm. Like, all over my entire body. Oh, jeez. Like, raised. Like, uh, instantly. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't like that. 
I don't I don't like that. Let's not talk about that. We don't talk about that. And I I, and that's exactly what I said to like Kristen. I was like, so my experiences have not been the same. Uh and I was like, and I'm the white girl who goes into creepy buildings and then chases down the noise I heard. Right. So if I am unsettled, something is wrong here. Oh, I feel that on a soul level. <laughs> oh. Also, God. I just want to point out uh, that the next two words I got. So I got dining room, and mm-hmm. then I got husband kisses, and then I got <clears throat> adulterer. <clears throat> so someone caught their husband cheating, and they're not, not a fan. fan. <laughs> uh, so our next haunted spot. Um, is the Spanish military hospital. Um, This hospital housed hundreds of soldiers throughout its time. Uh, The doctors here performed all sorts of experimental surgeries and procedures. Um, Not not top-tier medicine. Gonna just... That's the best way I can say that, is not not top-tier medicine. (laughs) So subpar actually also if anybody's wondering why my voice just like did that little stutter thing um it's because my microphone just moved of its own accord so we're great i don't i don't like that also (laughs) i think her uh cheating husband's name is gilbert (laughs) because the next thing that came through was gilbert is aggressive oh wow that's a whole sentence yeah don't Mm. like that Anyway, don't like that. I might turn this off. Um, so anyway, uh, as if, you know, experimental sketchy surgeries and procedures weren't enough to make a building haunted. The Spanish military hospital is built on top of a burial ground. I was going to say Indian burial ground. Indian burial ground. (laughs) To the, uh, Timucan tribe. (laughs) When? Will these goddamn <laughs> white people? Literally never. Literally never. Though I guess I mean you said it was Spanish, right? So I guess it's not mm, they technically still, it wouldn't probably be white, white people. White. Well, I guess you know what if they're Spanish Span I was thinking Mexican and I was getting those mixed up. So if no. they're Spanish Spanish, they're still I feel these like are Spanish, Spanish people Spanish. Are white. These are Spain Spanish. They're a little on the little, little more white. Caucasian. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so people have reported a number of paranormal things coming from the Spanish military hospital, including, but not limited to, uh, hearing wails, door slamming, unexpected scratches and bruises on themselves, and crimson puddles that suddenly disappear. Oh, no. And I don't like that, but I want to go there really fucking bad. Oh, don't you worry. We're doing our own haunted tour of St. Augustine when you come down here. Oh, absolutely. Like, 10th through the 17th. Bet. I'll be there. Bet. Um, so, yeah. And some people report that they can feel the province, uh, presence of a malevolent, all-consuming force. Um, not sure what that means. Not sure I want clarification. <laughs> don't like the phrasing on that. Feels I, a little Vecna-y. I don't like it. I copied that verbatim from, like, <laughs> a news article. I don't like that. I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't like that verbiage. Mm-mm. Literally, quote, 
presence of a malevolent, all-consuming force. <laughs> like, that's the whole quote. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. no yeah. I'm not that white. <laughs> I can feel the caucasity receding as I go. <laughs> Um, wow, we're just gonna move on from that. Um, so next is the Huguenot Cemetery. So, some of you remember I mentioned that previously. Um, the Huguenot Cemetery was developed in the 1820s due to a high demand. Um, so at the time it was the only burial ground, uh, or at the time the only burial ground, uh, was a Catholic cemetery that I will refuse to say the name of because i slaughter it every time um but it's the other old cemetery in saint augustine Um, there's not that many of them and it was only accepting wealthy practitioners of its faith and at the time yellow fever was like wiping out saint augustine um so the huguenot was formed to help kind of deal with that um so the huguenot was just mainly poor not catholic people right um, there are a number of spirits that are here. There are a number of stories about the Huguenot Cemetery. Um, one of the more popular ones being that there's one corner of the plot that's just like 300 some odd bodies that died of yellow fever because they just needed to get them in the ground as, as fast right, as possible. Right, like a mass grave. Yeah. Um, but my personal favorite, <laughs> uh, because I've seen this man is the judge. So the judge was buried here and there's two different variations to this story. I don't know which one to believe. Um, either way you believe it, his like he was supposed to be exhumed and his body moved to a family plot elsewhere. Um, okay. Both variations of the story, um, the caretaker fucked up and some grave robbers robbed his body before they moved it one variation of the story is that they stole all of his gold teeth the other variation of the story is that the caretaker caught them in the middle of the act and in their haste to get away they kind of accidentally scattered some of his bones and that's why he's still there whatever variation of the story you believe um people myself included can see the judge pacing the front of the cemetery just looking agitated as shit just Pacing up and down, right where his grave used to be. Um, And (laughs) so the reason this was my favorite uh, is because I see this man every single time we go to St. Augustine. Literally every single time. And at first I thought he was just like a caretaker because he's very like, he's very tall. He's very distinguished. He's just wearing like a black suit and he just, just looks agitated. Um, so the first time I saw him, I kind of like nudged Drew and I was like, Hey, like who's in the cemetery? And he looks at me and he's like, nobody. I was like, I remember you telling me that. (laughs) I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Nobody. And he was like, there's nobody in there. And I'm like, no, there's 100, there's a man at the front. Like, how do you not see him? And he's like, babe, there's nobody there. And I'm like, great, great. We love it here. (laughs) Um, and so we go back to St. Augustine again and I see him again and I'm like, you seriously don't see him. And he's like, no. I'm like, oh my God. And I think the second or third time that we went to St. Augustine was when the judge noticed that I could see him. And so like, 
every time we go, he makes like direct eye contact with me. And I'm like, oh, man. God, and I want it so fucking bad. We, <laughs> so one of the times that we went, because we love going to St. Augustine. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. There's a lot of stuff to do. Um, there's like really good restaurants down there. Um, and like Old Town is just super cool. Um, so we go all the time. And one of the times we were there, we were like, let's do a ghost tour. You know, shits and giggles. Let's do one of the walking tours. So we sign up for like the very last walking tour because we wanted to do this at night. Like we wanted this to be proper. So we sign up for the 930 walking tour and we go and we get to the cemetery and I kind of like pull the, the tour guide aside and I'm like, hey, what do you know about like a, a man in there? And she's like, well, can you describe him for me? Like be a little more like, specific, please. <laughs> I was like, every time I'm here, I see this man and I describe him to her and she goes, <laughs> that's the judge and i was like huh? the judge. and then she tells me the whole story and i was like oh yeah that's that's the judge you just i just described him verbatim and i've never heard of this man or seen a picture of him but i just described him verbatim and that is horrifying <laughs> um so yeah that was a lot of fun uh, that whole story gives me the same vibes as um the time because I go to Mackinac Island like every year and I used to go with my whole family and we always mm-hmm. stay on the island. Um, so I, I've seen lots of ghosty shit at Mission Point Resort and the Grand Hotel and like Lakeview, pretty much everywhere we've ever stayed. Literally honestly. the entirety of Mackinac Island. Uh, and I'm, yeah, and I'm not going to get into the whole big thing because I've seen way too much shit there. But there's mm-hmm. one specific circumstance. I was at the Lakeview and chilling <gasps> weird shit happened. Oh my God, I and remember so this. I go down to the front desk and I'm like, asking the lady at the front desk, I waited till there was nobody in the lobby. And I was like, dog, I sound like a psychopath right now, but I have to ask you a question. And she was like, oh, weird intro, but okay. Yeah, sure. What is it? <laughs> and I'm like, has anyone ever told like guests or anything ever told you about like seeing shit here or hearing shit here or just anything weird happening? Like, is that, do you ever hear stuff about that? And she tells me that her boyfriend actually is the winter ca- was was the winter caretaker for the Lakeview Hotel. He did it for <laughs> one winter and only made it like halfway through the winter oh, no. because so much haunted shit was happening to him. It was kind of like The Shining. Like he was literally like going crazy because mm-hmm. like he was the only one there. And so much haunted shit was happening that he just fucking bounced like, oh, my halfway God. through the winter. And I was like yeah that feels right yeah that, yep. that feels appropriate yep that feels right <laughs> oh man because she was like yeah yeah every everybody actually <laughs> literally oh my god yeah um honestly like like i said the entirety of saint augustine is haunted um there's like the old schoolhouse which is the oldest standing one-room schoolhouse in america um that one had some weird shit like i there's so there's these like weird like animatronics before they were good figures (laughs) in the old schoolhouse um and they're horrifying there's one like up in the top window that just gives me the heebie-jeebies um I mean, that whole building just gives me the. I got the heebie-jeebies just you mentioning it i fucking hate animatronics they scare (sighs) the shit out of me and then there's the Potter's Wax Museum, Ugh. 
Those are just as creepy. Which we went to, and the energy in there is fucking weird. Like, I am not surprised. First of all, being surrounded by wax figures is just its own. Unsettling. Its own thing. And fun fact, the Potter's Wax Museum in St. Augustine is where House of Wax was filmed. Never mind. We're going. <laughs> um, so, like, that's kind of cool. But, like, you can just feel it in there. Like, it's it's off. Um, and when we went on the walking tour, the, like, tour guide was telling us that, like, there was a bachelorette party that did a paranormal investigation there. And there was a back room that they, like, could not get the door open. And then all of a sudden it, like, whipped open and, like, there was some crazy shit that happened. Um, and she was, like, talking about that. And she's like, yeah, like, there's a man that everybody sees. But then there's this, like, other spirit that, like, people haven't really seen. But they can just feel it. And she's, like, and she's, like, yeah. And she's, or, like, the spirit's, like, mad. And I was, like. Um, do you mean like the woman in the second window in the middle there? And she goes, there's nobody in that window. No, there is. (laughs) Yeah, that feels right. (laughs) And I was like, uh, and she's an older woman and she wears glasses and she's definitely mad. And she was like, moving on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we're out of this room. Um, so yeah, there's that. I mean, literally anywhere, anywhere you go in St. Augustine is haunted. And then even if you don't want haunted stuff, there's the medieval torture museum. Um, if, if that's your brand of spooky, uh, but we're, we're also going to <laughs> absolutely. Um, but we're going to end our episode and our ghost talk on warehouse 31. Uh, so the warehouse is in St. Augustine, obviously. Um, and has been the storefront for dozens of companies, including Walmart, Skull Studio, Mayflower Inc., and like so many more. Um, each company has left rather hastily uh, once shit Walmart? started hitting the fan. Huh? Did you say Walmart? Yeah. Even Walmart left? Even Walmart pieced the fuck out of this warehouse. That's fucking impressive. Right. Genuinely <laughs> impressive. So no one knows why because nobody will talk about it. Like nobody who's been in this warehouse that like has been part of like the actual nonsense will talk about it. Everybody just knows that it has a way of driving out tenants and scaring off business. Um, Some people like to blame Al Weist, who allegedly used the warehouse as grounds for the Church of the Luciferian cult. Um, But nobody... Everybody nobody really knows. Blame it on the fucking cults. Right. Um, but nobody really knows why or what happens. Um, but we have capitalized on this. And once a year, it becomes a haunted house um, using its costumes, special effects, and its nightmarish reputation to scare its visitors. I love that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, like, fuck, what else are you going to do with a haunted ass building that nobody else wants to be in? <laughs> Right? I feel like somebody made an agreement with whatever entity is there and is like, look, 11 months out of the year, it's all you, boo-boo. But like one month, just give me one month and you don't even have to hide yourself. You can keep being spooky. In fact, up the ante. Be spooky. And the entity was just like, yeah. Even spookier. (laughs) So yeah, it, it becomes a haunted house. 
in October and then is never used ever again throughout the rest of the year. You know, honestly, that's kind of brilliant. I'm right? for it. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have a haunted building that you can't do anything else with. Might as well capitalize on the fact that it's haunted. <laughs> I don't know why this made me think of it. Maybe just because like the warehouse thing. But I had this brilliant haunted house idea mm-hmm. that, um, so, okay, you have to go in alone, right? You're not allowed to go in with anybody else. You have to go in by yourself. Wow, I already hate it. So <laughs> what it is, is you go through these set of doors and everything is just pitch black, as pitch black as it gets. And it's just you by yourself. You don't have to walk anywhere. There's nothing for you to like go through necessarily. You can kind of just explore the dark and there's nothing that you're going to run into that's going to like hurt you or anything. And you can just kind of explore the dark and pretty much just psych yourself the fuck out. But the kicker is, is that there's nothing in the way. Oh my God. (laughs) There's nothing there. So you're stumbled, but you're told that there's things there. You're told it's that just there's actors in there. You're yeah. told that there's thing like items in there and stuff, but like there's nothing actually in there. So it's just you all by yourself stumbling around in the dark, just scaring the shit out of yourself. Because on top of that, you're gonna scare yourself with it with whatever scares you the most. Right. Like not everybody's like afraid of clowns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like if you have a clown actor, that's only gonna scare some people. Yeah. But when you put people in the dark. And tell them that there are things coming for them. Yeah. They're they're just going to fill in whatever scares them the most. (laughs) So the the haunted house that I work at, we kind of do something like that. So I I guess free plug for that haunted house. Um, I work at 13th floor in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, And we're actually revamping the house this year. So there's all new themes and all new spookies. But anyway, uh, so the first weekend of November, we do what's called a blackout event. And it's exactly that. Like, we turn everything off. Lights, everything off. But the actors, we're still in there. Um, And there's two kinds of actors. There's actors that are dressed scary, that are meant to scare you. And there's actors that are dressed in street clothes that are meant to circle you back around and get you lost and confused. I love that. And the only thing that you're given to get through the haunted house is a glow stick. I love that. That's such a good idea. And the actors that are quick enough, we can steal your glow stick. I fucking love that. Just goes to it with like a bunch of glow sticks shoved in your pocket. (laughs) So if you're like me and you're a specific brand of asshole, the area that I work in, um, There's like, so there's a hallway that you have to come down to get to me. And then there's like three little cubbies with a hallway down the middle. Um, And then it takes you to another hallway to where like one of my friends is a slider and like loves to scare the shit out of people. But so when we do this, I'll steal people's glow stick and then throw it to the end of the hallway so that they have to go get it. Yeah, because it's not like you're going to be like, well, I'll just leave my fucking glow stick behind. And people lose their goddamn mind. <laughs> God, I would be so salty, too. I'd be like, goddamn, this is so fucking scary. And also, I have to walk all the way the fuck over there and get my goddamn glow stick. Well, and you have to walk past the three, like, little cubby holes that are, like, yeah. I don't know if cubby is, like, but it's, like, three little, like, 
little little areas that you can stand in. And like you can kind of see them if the lights are on when they're off and it's kind of harder unless you like know our layout. Um, but like you don't know. You don't know what's on any side of that hallway. You don't know what's at the end of that hallway. What's at the end of that hallway is an infrared that triggers when you step over it and pops open a door in the fucking wall that has a little thing that pops out at you. Nope. <laughs> Which is even better. Nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a 10 out of 10, honestly. So, yeah. That's uh, Haunted St. Augustine for you. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited to go. And honestly, we did not even like scratch the surface of all of the haunted nonsense. I just picked like a couple of places, the biggest attractions. I'm so excited. There's one bed and breakfast on like in Old Town that used to be a funeral home and is now in bed and breakfast. Um, And some people like have said that they can see like. If you just hit, like, catch it right, um, you can see, like, ghostly outlines of coffins lining the front, like, room. I kind of love that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't say no, I can see. Um, so, once again, the company that I worked with, um, absolutely go check them out if you're in Florida. Uh, they are Ghost Tours of St. Augustine. And I will make sure to plug all of their information everywhere. Um, and let them know that we sent you (laughs) and, uh, stay, stay spooky, but not so spooky that you, um, spend an hour talking to Miguel and completely lose track of your tour group. (laughs) Not that spooky. (laughs) Okay. Uh, stay spooky, but not so spooky that you're the only person who sees ghosts when you go. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Look, I'm I hate it. Like, it's literally traumatizing me because it's making me think about. Um, I still do, but I used to go a lot more often. I've just been kind of busy this year, but I go to mm-hmm. cemeteries like quite often. And there's this one that's not too far away from me. Um, and it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's like out in the middle of this rural area, and it's really tiny. Like if you were standing in one corner of the cemetery, you can see the entire cemetery. Like it's mm-hmm. not very big. And so I went with an ex of mine and we pulled in, we went at night, it was dark. Um, and we pulled in and it was really fucking creepy and shit, you know, as expected. Um, and previously we had been there literally earlier that day when it was light out and the caretaking building was locked as you would expect. Mm -hmm. Uh, this time when we went at night, the caretaking building was wide open. So I went up to it to see if there was someone in there like someone working at the place because I looked all around and I didn't see anybody because like it's so small that like our car headlights like pretty much lit up the entire place Mm -hmm. so like I look around don't see anybody whatever go up to the caretaking building there's I expect it to you know someone to be in there there to be supplies in there no it's like destroyed on the inside there's not even a floor anymore it's all like dirt and weeds and rubble and shit like old broken tools and shit and i'm like okay well this was like padlocked shut earlier so don't know why this is open now uh but that's creepy and so she's waiting in the car i'm heading back to the car 
and I hear someone shout like, Hey, like kind of angry. Yeah. Like it sounds like, like I assumed it was whoever was caretaking the place, like being like, Hey, you guys aren't supposed to be here kind of a thing. And so I like whip around and I'm like already going like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like we're not trying to bother anything, you know? And I like, I'm already explaining myself and I look around and I'm, there is nobody there. <laughs> and this is like, it's not by any houses. Like it is literally bumfuck middle of nowhere. Oh, so it's no. not like a sound pollution from someone's house or something. Like there is nothing around this place at all besides hundreds of acres of cornfield. Oh no. And so, and like we had the windows rolled down in the car and this was like a loud yell, like a very loud yell. Mm-hmm. And so my ex turns to me and she goes, who are you talking to? And I was like, I heard someone yell at us. Like, I thought it was a caretaker, but I'm not seeing them. And I'm kind of still looking like, am I just missing them? Like, am I fucking stupid? Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm like looking all around. She goes, we can see the whole, like, there's nobody here. Like, we can still hold the place. Like, what the fuck? Like, she didn't hear the yell either. And I was like, bitch, like that. It was so loud. Like, it was, like, someone, like, screaming at us to, like, oh get our attention. God. Like, they were angry. And I was like, all right, we're getting the fuck out of here <laughs> right the fuck now. I, like, jumped in the car, like, whipped out that bitch. I was like, we're done. We're gone. Right. You're like, and that on way. that note, we're leaving. And we're out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew's, like, favorite thing to do is to take me to, like, well-known haunted places. And then we play this game called, is that person real or am I the only one that can see them? <laughs> That is literally me every time I go to Mackinac Island. <laughs> uh, yeah, not not that spooky, guys. Not that spooky. So, uh, yeah, you know the drill. Go to our Beacons page where you can follow us on all of the things. Literally. All of the things live right there. All of the things. You thought there was things? There's more things. <laughs> There's more things. So check out all of the things. <laughs> And we out. Oh, wait, we didn't say keep it spooky. Oh, <laughs> keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. <laughs> keep it spooky. <laughs>